listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. RJ on a day in which we've got game two of the NBA Finals coming up later on and a full preview of a bunch of games in the National Football League this weekend. What is the Vegas lead here today? The New York Jets and how bad they are. Yeah, the New York Jets are a winless football team after they lose again to the Denver Broncos 37-28 the final on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, we said it in the headlines. They were plus three in turnovers. If you win the turnover battle at all, you cover the spread 77% of the time. You plus three, you win the game 90% of the time. The Jets were just dominated. Yards per play. So every time they snap the ball, Jets gain 4.3 yards. Now, Fez, what's the average in the NFL? 5.5. Okay. So they're gaining... 1.2 yards less every time they snap the ball. Denver, 5.7. So a bad team with a third-string quarterback, injuries everywhere, better than average against the Jets. We told you about the turnovers. I mean, in the fourth quarter, the Jets actually had the lead. They were the favorite to win the game. At the end, seemingly it... uh, hmm. I mean, in a way, it almost felt like a foregone conclusion. And I tell you, I was almost tempted to play the Jets. I can't lie. What was your number one takeaway as a professional batter? The turnovers in the fourth quarter were really ugly for Denver. Denver was dominating, like you mentioned. Denver was up eight. Denver was going to win. Brett Rippon was good for three quarters. He was horrible for most of the fourth quarter. He threw not one, but two bad interceptions. That's the only reason the Jets got the lead. That's the only reason the Jets were favored to win this game in the fourth quarter. A pick six by Rippon right after the next series. Another bad interception. So I agree with you. Is It's one thing to lose against a injury-ridden team. It's another thing to have every advantage and still lose. So Jonas, your take, and I'm specifically interested And my new least favorite player. My name is Casper. What do you think of Sam Darnold and his future? I mean, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. I don't even think it's close. We all came in thinking that Jacksonville was the team that was rebuilding, and that was the team that was going to— And some say tanking. Yeah, and that was the team, and and people were saying tank. And I look at the Jets, and they're just a disaster. I mean, through and through, and and we can say injuries, we can say whatever we want, man, but Sam Darnold, if you just go back to that quarterback draft class— 
I mean, I think Baker Mayfield's been better than him. Josh Allen, for sure. Lamar Jackson's been a better quarterback. The only guy he's been better than is Josh Rosen, who's never really gotten a chance, which begs the question, if the Jets are the worst team in the league, how do they not take Trevor Lawrence if they've got the opportunity out of Clemson at the top of the draft next year? I agree. And on the podcast uh, Colin and I did today, we were talking about this. I said, you finally have let go of him. Thank- it's like putting down a big bag of bricks, Sam Darnold, gone. And he still was tempted back. He goes, well, you know, we saw flashes. I go, it's the third year. You can't see flashes anymore. It's like literally deliver or don't. And most players that don't deliver in their second year quarterbacks don't deliver ever. Pro Football mm-hmm. Focus did – an interesting study on that. They think the first year can be hit or miss. Second year starting, it's time to deliver. You mentioned Josh Rosen. The analogy might be there if the Jets do have a top pick. And it doesn't just have to be Trevor Lawrence, right? Fields, any top quarterback. Do you play pay Sam Darnold? Now, I don't have the exact number, but by the estimates we've done in research here at pregame.com, it's going to be over $30 million for the fifth-year option on Darnold. They have to decide that after this year, right? So literally, just like we saw with Trubisky, Bears didn't pick it up. They had him for the fourth year, gave him a couple games. Three, undefeated, they pull him, right? Hadn't lost the game yet, pulled him. I mean, do you really imagine they're going to pay $30-some million for Sam Darnold for the year five before he even plays year four? And what did Arizona do? They took a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. Didn't like him. Said, all right, good luck. Picked another quarterback. (laughs) And maybe the best young, I mean, right now, let's say for year one or two or three, and I guess Mahomes is year four, right? Yeah. So year one, two, or three, who would you rather have in the NFL right now, Fez, at quarterback? Just Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and over, I mean, over Arizona? Yeah, over Murray, sure. Really? Oh, not even close. Hmm. And Josh well, Allen well, also. Remember, remember now, number 29, you had Lamar Jackson after year one. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I, I know you boomerang pretty quick. <laughs> the Fez boomerang rankings have changed yeah, drastically. By yes. the way, RJ, did you hear that? He also has another player he'd take over, Kyler Murray. Who was the other one? Well, I, I have Josh Allen <laughs> in my top 10 now. <laughs> After three, what was he entering the year? 17th. Uh, so I'm confused. If he was 17th at men, he was just a smidge below average, Josh Allen. But you were acting like you thought he was the worst quarterback in the league. Throwing the so Well, that's what he does. <laughs> Quarterbacks throw. <laughs> yeah, that quarterback's great. Like hiking the ball. I mean, <laughs> that's Steve Fezzik. We are straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I got to wonder. I mean, this will be another time. But Lamar Jackson to win regular season games, maybe. Are we at the point now that we're kind of realizing you can't run the ball in the playoffs only and win because you're going to be behind by double digits probably at some point in the playoffs? Right? Most teams are, even if they win it. Yeah, look at Kansas City. Well, that, that was an extreme, but no sure. doubt. I, I mean, I don't know. You tell me, five, same team, five years, next five years, Lamar Jackson – 
I, I'm not sure I wouldn't take some of these. Other, now, if you're trying to win regular season games, I agree with you. Jonas, who would you take? Oh, Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? I would in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I if mean, you're trying to win Super Bowls, you got to win playoff games. I don't know if you know that. I fact. guess I guess <laughs> I would I guess I would take at this point Kyler Murray. I, I've got a sample Ooh, size of, of Lamar in the postseason. Take alert. I mean, and, and that's I mean that's a, a tough question because we haven't seen Kyler Murray in the postseason. But there is something too when Baltimore gets down and they get down by double digits, they're just a different team. And and I've actually wondered, and, and I've been meaning to ask you guys this: when you see Baltimore down by that many points, I mean. That's the time when if you're an in-game better, wouldn't you think continue to pile on whoever they're going against because Baltimore has no ability to get back in these games? And that's the funny thing, Fez, about in-game is those extreme cases that Jonas are talking about where teams in a bad situation, let's say, they are really not accounted for. And it's an opportunity to bet those kind of things, would you agree with that? Yeah, I know in the Kansas City-Baltimore game, by example, when Baltimore trailed by 14, they were favored to get a score to cover on their final drive, and they failed miserably. Sam Darnold said about Gase's job status, quote, it's nothing I'm worried about. I love Adam, but it's not by the decision to make. That probably says it all. Jets are in big trouble. I do New York radio. I mean, they're making – even the stations that are – like in a relationship with the Jets or making fun. So that's what, you know, when the money doesn't buy you a little yes. support, you're in big trouble. Speaking of money, Fez is best bet time. That's right. It is best bet time from Steve Fezzik, an early best bet as we head into the NFL weekend. All right, I like the fish. Miami Dolphins plus six hosting Seattle. This is a great spot for Miami. Ten days off since they whooped Jacksonville on Thursday, and that's Extra time for their number one wide receiver, Devontae Parker, to get a little healthier. He's been banged up. And it's a horrible spot for Seattle. Think about Seattle. They just played down-to-the-wire games between New England and Dallas. So they squeaked out wins in both of those, covered both of those. Now they have to fly all the way across the country. I can see them not quite bringing the same energy and intensity to South Beach. I'm on the fish plus the six. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I like the Browns in the second half, so halftime bet, if they're not losing by a touchdown or more. So if they're losing by seven or more, no bet. But if they're not, Dallas is one of these 26-minute defenses, meaning they're thin, they're not physically all that big, and once they get to that second half, and past 26 minutes of playing D, and remember, they've been out time of possession, Dallas, every game this season. They really struggle. Now, if the Browns have to have Baker Mayfield thrown from behind, I want no part of it. But if Cleveland's able to run, 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 I think with the physical backs, physical line, Dallas being a defense that wears down could be a big second half if the Browns are in the right spot. What do you think of that one, Fez? Yeah, I like it, especially because Rams, Atlanta, Seattle, every one of Dallas's games comes down to the wire. That defense probably has used up a whole lot of energy already this year. That's a good point. You want to make that one of your seven picks? or <laughs> No, I'm good with uh, okay, okay. It's a battle of winless teams in Houston where the Texans are hosting the Vikings right now. The Texans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. 
And I'll lay the three and a half with Houston. This is all about the two days of practice that Minnesota loses. Remember, this is a Minnesota team down now seven starters on defense. So this team really needs the practice time with the younger players without it advantage Houston. I agree with that. And here's my rationale. We know Kirk Cousins and we broke and Jonas was part of our research on this. Cousins loves routine. When he starts at one Eastern, he's outstanding. Over 60% covers. When it's not one Eastern, 33% covers. Well, wait, it's one Eastern this game. Yeah, but what's more disruptive, playing at four or having a COVID scare and missing multiple practices? I think that is the not the ultimate in disruption, but a lot of disruption. One other thing about Minnesota, they are running the heck out of the ball. Three games, now 4.0 yards per carry is average. They had one game that was a little bit over that. One game that was two yards over that, six yards a carry. And one game that was 6.8 yards a carry. Minnesota can run. So we'll see what it means in this game. But man, for as bad as they've played, Minnesota can run. The Bucks are hosting the Chargers. RJ, that is your best bet we will have before the end of the show. So now we go to Maryland, where the Ravens are on the road taking on Washington. And right now, Baltimore is a 14-point favorite. By the way, Fez, in the prior game, my best bet by the end of the hour, Tampa Bay Chargers. You got that game? I do. Oh, oh. continue. <laughs> All right, I'm on plus 14 in Washington. Washington a little bit underrated because of the game last week. They lost by 14 points, Washington did, against Cleveland. But it was all turnovers, minus five in turnovers. The yardage was equal in that game. Getting a 14-point head start, I'm on Washington plus 14. Oh, finally, one, not one of my picks. <laughs> so how bad is this? Here's what you need to know about Baltimore. When they don't play an elite team, so let's define elite teams as playoff teams they play and Kansas City so far. And we can debate, oh, but didn't they beat New England last year? Yeah, true enough. But maybe let's just look at the last 12 games. And this is before Kansas City. Baltimore outscored their opponent against the uh, spread. So we call this ATS margin. So what's the spread? How much better do you do is a plus number? Worse is a minus. They literally had a plus 15 points per game. Where the spread was here, they were 15 points better, Baltimore, over the dozen games before. The second best team was less than five points per game. So imagine, second is five, you triple that, that's Baltimore plus 15. Fez, you've never seen that, have you? No, it's... It's out, it's on, but they, Harbaugh is a bully. And that's fine. I mean, if you like bullies, like Harbaugh. But to me, when they can bully a team, especially after a loss, they're going to bully a team. Another big favorite sees the Rams. 13.5-point favorites hosting the Giants. It's at 13.5, RJ, right now on pregame.com. To me, I think you got to keep in mind who the Rams have played. The Rams have had a tough run of it. I mean, even though Philadelphia, you can say now, isn't all that good, a road game at Philly was not easy. The Buffalo game was not easy, especially with the big comeback and then losing at the end. And obviously the Dallas game was not easy. So you got three wars, you could say. And now you're going and you're a big, 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 big favorite against a team that's winless? Yeah, Rams are probably going to win the game. 
in the NFL, there has to be a reason for teams to get margin or it happens accidentally. And it happens accidentally sometimes, but for the most part, the value on the underdog is the hope that the favorite isn't motivated for margin. I don't think the Rams are motivated for margin. Patriots at the Chiefs. KC is a seven-point favorite. If you think about Belichick, who I consider to be a football genius, Belichick will exploit your weaknesses. Another way to say it is he'll make you play left-handed. What do you want to do? Okay, we're going to make sure you can't do that. Now what? Raiders, they got their best situation, you know, go to the tight end kind of thing. Uh, Can't do that. Now what? Nothing. (laughs) They're done. Most teams are not multifaceted. Most teams are not multiple. Belichick almost wins those games before the game is played. Kansas City is. They can run. They can pass. They can pass different ways. Andy Reid might be the only coach in the NFL, I think, schematically equal or better than Belichick. I think Belichick's a better coach, but if you just look at X's and O's, Andy Reid's right there. Thus, it's going to be about the players on the field, the Joes, not the X's and O's. And because of that, I do not like the Pats. Now, for me, I don't bet against them because Belichick covers like 60% of the time. This is a rare game. The team is multiple enough they're playing that I'm scared for the Pats. Fez's new favorite player, Josh Allen, and the Bills are in town taking on the Raiders. Right now, Buffalo, a three-point favorite. Oh, no way. And I'm on Josh Allen. Laying the <laughs> ring. And this is, this is all about... Look out! Not just backing Josh Allen, but fading the Raiders. Now, how do the Raiders? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do the Raiders cover? They got a bad defense, but they have a good offense. But that offense, I don't think it's going to be very good with their top two wide receivers out, rookies Edwards and Ruggs, not playing. I don't think they'll be able to keep so the, pace. The, the top two wide receivers are rookies. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Williams was their number one receiver, but he went out for the year before the year started. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. I don't even have any comment. I mean, I guess I will. I mean, (laughs) Josh Allen? All right. I'll give you something on Josh Allen, and it is pretty amazing. Josh Allen, his three biggest passing games his entire career were this year. Game one, game two, game three. Think about that. You play 32 games, then you're 33rd, you're 34th, and you're 35th, not counting the playoffs. Literally are your three best. And if you look at the Raiders, this is a team that literally has been outgained every game this year. So as much as give Gruden credit for some of those wins, it really hasn't been statistically all that great. And finally, we go to Sunday Night Football where the Eagles are at the 49ers. San Fran, a seven-point favorite. There's a concept... And remember, I liked the Giants last week against San Fran, so I didn't think this applied. But there's a concept which is when a player or key players are out, the other professional-level players step up. They say, we got to pick up the pace. It's almost like if your dad went away and was on a business trip, it was like the oldest boy took out the garbage, cut the grass. It's time to be the man of the house. Or these B-level players step up and become A-level players. But you know what happens when they play well? Everyone says, "Woo! they don't even need those guys. And then the other players say, "Woo! we did it. We did it. And then you know what? The opponent says, oh, man, we better not take that team lightly. It's all factors that actually point to go against that team that did shockingly well the next week. 
I don't know about Philadelphia. The reality is, if you look at Carson Wentz, he's like the worst in passer rating, worst in touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, it's like something seems wrong. So I'm not sure I'm taking the Eagles, but I think San Fran's a little overrated here because they stepped up so much last week and the natural drop-off that comes with it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 